0: Welcome to the Wellness Hustle Podcast. I'm Kirsty Taylor, your host, a writer, a storyteller, and a wanderer of life. I struggled so much in the past, and it wasn't until I started to focus on myself that I saw true change and really started living my life. This podcast is aimed to help you realize that this whole work hard, play hard mantra bullshit has not been cutting it. We need to focus on what truly matters. Think of this podcast as a tool for finally hustling for yourself. So let's shift our focus from the external to the internal because, in the end, you deserve it. Hello, guys. Welcome to another week of the Wellness Hustle. So, hope y'all are doing great now. Yeah. So this week, I brought on a really cool girl that started this really cool movement called Big Talk, and I'll get more into that later. This week, man, guys, what has been going on? I did not sleep well last night, so I am just, I'm like half zombie. I don't know. Ever since I started getting older, I really need at least seven hours of sleep, or I am like a zombie. I don't know how I did it when I was younger. I mean, I would go out and get maybe like three hours of sleep and be fine. I remember one time when I was at FSU, I was in a sorority for a year and I went out and I got home and I slept for maybe two hours. And then I woke up and I was like, I'll go do some stuff and then go back to sleep. And my sorority sisters called me and they're like, where are you? You're not at this event. And the event was this 24 hour dance marathon where you literally cannot sit for 24 hours. And I was like, I'm not coming. I wasn't really into my sorority. I wasn't into the whole being forced to do things and stuff, which I love the girls now, but back then I just wasn't into it. And they're like, what do you mean you're not coming? You have to come. We're gonna lose if you don't come. Like, we'll be penalized if you don't come. Yeah, my tired ass dragged myself over to the dance marathon and stayed up for over 24 hours on simply three hours of sleep. Anyways, yeah, I don't know how I do stuff like, or how I used to do stuff like that, I need at least seven hours of sleep or i am literally a zombie and as a writer i need my brain to be as on point as i possibly can have and yeah if i don't get good sleep it is just not a good next day welcome to 27 i'm getting old guys um yeah so i started writing on quora it's actually really interesting i love writing for medium but it's hard to come up with some ideas sometimes but on Quora, I'm like a mini advice columnist. It's so interesting. People put out the most intriguing questions, and I can kind of just say whatever I want. I'm sure there's some people monitoring, some people aren't going too crazy on there, but I can kind of just say whatever I want. It's so interesting. It's such a cool platform. Shout out to Ava Gutierrez, my second guest on this podcast. We went and grabbed lunch the other day and we were talking about it and she's always like, you need to get on Quora, you need to get on Quora. Here I am guys, I'm on Quora, my debut. I like to think of it as my mini (laughs) advice column that maybe hopefully will be a real advice column one day, but who knows. Yeah, so that's that. I kind of been submitting my my work to other places and getting into the writing field is just really really interesting there's so many different ways to go about it there's so many different places to submit to and then you have to wait anywhere from weeks to several months and it's just like can I post it somewhere else can I not do you guys want it it's a really interesting field yeah that's all I'll I'll say about that yeah so it's exciting hopefully you guys will see me soon in some cool magazine like the new yorker I wish but if I believe it, it'll come, right? Right? That's what people say. If I manifest it, if I manifest that shit. Anyways, let's talk about Kalina Silverman, the girl that I interviewed this week. She's the founder of Big Talk, and it started as a video series encouraging people to skip the small talk and make more meaningful connections. Her first video that she did was going up to strangers and asking them what they wanted to do before they died. And The results were so interesting, you know. People weren't like, I wanna make a million dollars, or I wanna start my own company or something. It was little things like I wanna visit my my mom again before she dies, or I wanna spend more time with my family, or I wanna pursue a goal or a passion of mine. So it's really interesting. Uh it's worth worth checking out. She also has a really great TED Talk where she talks about big talk and why she started it and everything. And it's kind of blown up since then. She's had people like Keith Urban, the Los Angeles Lakers, Billie Eilish, play the game, and yeah, it's really exciting. I'm so excited for her. She's a really, really sweet girl. I actually met her through, well, I got in contact with her through an old friend, Charles, Charles Marino. Shout out to him. I don't think he listens to my podcast, so, like, he'll never hear this, but anyways, he sent me her profile and was like, you need to talk to this chick. She's doing cool things. So yeah, Big Talk has been featured on Huffington Post, NBC, Asian America, USA Today, Forbes, and all these different big platforms. And it's just trying to get people to really skip the small talk, you know? I've talked about this in articles before, but when we're granted this beautiful opportunity to connect with a human, sometimes we just waste it on the most mundane things. Like, how are you? How's the weather? A lot of us, when we say, how are you? A lot of us just reply, fine, even though we're not fine. We're such intricate human beings. Are we ever just fine? That seems like such a blasé word to be using how to describe a human being's state of emotion anyways i don't know i really think this was really cool i was so excited to talk to kalina and i think big talk's freaking awesome it's now a game too so think like cards against humanity except you're getting deeper into your emotions and your life and your thoughts and i think that's freaking awesome anyways guys let's get into this interview hope you enjoy all right, guys, welcome. I am here with Kalina. She is Skyping with me from her bed. Oh, sorry, I to... sorry <laughs> It's okay. I, to... I love it. No, I love it. She's also in Los Angeles. We're both in I'm in Manhattan Beach, but you're, you're up in Santa Monica. Are you so glad that it's actually finally sunny out? Like yeah, but I can't someplace. complain, it's always nice here. <laughs> but That's it's... true. Yeah. But for a little bit it was like it was super rainy and <laughs> and cold which I kind of liked the change in that pace but yeah now it's it's super nice and I've been going to the beach a little bit more but yeah and you were just telling me that you're about to go to Denver for um a conference sorry I didn't really catch exact yeah, conference
1: for um people who've done exchange programs run by the U.S. government abroad so last year oh, I lived wow. in Singapore, so
0: and yeah. you're just going to talk about your experience
1: uh this one's more participation I don't know exactly oh, cool. what to expect but yeah I'm excited
0: Oh, that is really cool. Very nice. How about we start by you just telling me how you got into and where you got the idea for Big Talk? Sure.
1: Um, so Big Talk is a project. Well, now it's a more of a company and organization that I started a few years ago when I was a college student. And I just made this video that I shared to YouTube um, where I interviewed strangers and skipped the small talk with them to ask them what do you want to do before you die and
0: was that uh, like the first thing you asked them yeah oh, I love that. yeah so I totally skipped the small talk <laughs> and uh, I posted
1: this video and people started sharing it and it went viral and a lot of people wrote to me and so they really resonated with this idea of making big talk yeah and since then it's taken off
0: wow that's really cool so what sparked the idea to just like get straight into a deep conversation with someone.
1: Yeah, I guess the idea for Big Talk had been brewing in my mind for a while. Um, it started off with when I was a freshman at college I, at Northwestern University in the Chicago area, I felt so alone my first year and yeah. so confused and anxious, but I felt like I was the only one who was going through that, which obviously was not the case, but you know, as a freshman, you don't really think outside of yourself. You're so worried right. about what you're doing. And it wasn't till the end of the year that I started, you know, really connecting with people and having these deep conversations with some of my friends. And I found out so many people were feeling that way, lonely, anxious, depressed, like someone had sought counseling, but like everyone had kept it a secret because everyone on the outside wanted to be like, yeah, we're freshmen. So I thought, oh, if only we had had these conversations earlier, we wouldn't have struggled so much. And I was having a pretty like deep late night convo with one of my friends And I said, wow, I wish more conversations could be like this. And he said, yes, let's screw small talk. And that was where the name Big Talk came into my mind. And uh, the following summer, I uh, was doing a lot of documentary filmmaking work and having so many interesting serendipitous encounters with people. This was in Ecuador and Germany. And I, um, I just because I was interviewing them and learning about their lives. And I really wanted to continue those types of experiences back home. And it was my last week abroad and I was in Germany and I saw the question written on the Berlin wall. What do you want to do before you die? And I I thought that is such a big talk question. So I immediately went home and I I spent my two months before returning to junior year um, making that video.
0: Yeah. Wow. That's amazing. I think that's awesome that you bring up that you were just lonely and people weren't talking about it in freshman year of college because... Mm -hmm that I mean yeah everyone feels that you leave your home you leave your friends you have to meet new people some people like move across the country to go to college and it's like yeah, yeah people are they they keep it to themselves and then that's a lot of issues right like with depression and other types of things people just kind of keep it to themselves until other people talk about it like you and they're like whoa someone else <laughs> understands yeah. this is like how I feel so Definitely. I love that I really do love that what kind of documentaries were you filming abroad in Ecuador and Germany
1: Uh, In Germany, it was about the generational impacts of the Holocaust. So I was talking to people about some pretty heavy subject matter. And that was where I also learned about, you know, just asking people questions and hearing people's stories and opening up. And then in Ecuador, we were like traveling throughout the whole country filming a documentary about the changing climate of education. And so we were talking to government officials, students, professors, people on the street. And so it was just like really exciting and dynamic. And we got to go through the Andes mountains, the Amazon rainforest, the beach towns, and like, just kind of see the whole country in just a few weeks. Um, That's and right. I loved like that super vibrant couple of weeks. And I just, when I came home, I was like, I don't want to miss that magic of travel. I want to feel that in my everyday life too
0: what you just said right there is beautiful people. I feel like people go to travel and stuff to like feel that awe and that wonder, yeah. but it's totally possible to do that in your life. I feel like definitely. Do you, yeah. Do you feel like you're doing that with big talk and all the videos that you do?
1: Yeah. I mean, I think that was one of the more personal reasons for creating big talk mm-hmm. Um, was like turning it almost into like every day. It's like you're traveling through like seeing the world through big talk and like the people you encounter and just making life a bit more interesting and serendipitous. Um, So yeah, I I definitely think that Big Talk has changed my life in that way. And no day is the same. Like, I don't,
0: (laughs) every day is completely different. Yeah, Yeah, like every week I'm traveling or something. So your first video, you asked people, what do you want to do before you die? Mm -hmm. What were the answers that people gave you? Yeah, I I think one of the most
1: beautiful parts about that was that it didn't matter what someone looked like or where they were from and what their job was like both a homeless man and a businessman like talked about their children. Um, and this woman who later also talked about how her father was murdered by the KKK. And like, um, she was also saying that she would get on an airplane to see her son. So like it was just, it really came down to family and relationships. And one woman said she would take a road trip, um, to see someone and tell them she loved them. So I I love that it kind of all came down to family and love. And it really didn't matter who you were at that point.
0: Yeah, doesn't that say something about this? I don't know, we're always told we need to like, hustle for fame, money, success, right? But when it comes down to it, if it's like down to your last days or something, people are all about connection, human connection, Mm -hmm. family, like things that make them truly happy. And it's not like, oh, I wish I'd I want to start a company and make a million dollars, like, I'm sure you didn't get anyone that said that.
1: No, I didn't, actually, not a single person, um, which was interesting, because that seems to be what people fill most of their days thinking about,
0: right? When you think yeah. about what you
1: want, you think about ambitions. And I mean, you're spending with the more majority of your life, I mean, the majority of Americans are spending the majority of their life at work, away exactly. from their family, like with strangers or just working relationships. So it's interesting that time is mostly devoted to that when that's not what's most important to people in the end.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's super interesting. So where did where did Big Talk go after you posted that video? Yeah,
1: so the video went viral and it was featured by the Huffington Post and USA Today, wow. um, NBC, uh, recently Forbes. And um, so I started getting invited to give talks about it. And then I gave this TEDx talk about it um, called How to Skip Small Talk and Connect with Anyone. And something about that really resonated people. Um, because today that has over 5 million views on YouTube. Yep, I watched it. I
0: was like, wow, look at all these (laughs) views. Yeah, I don't know. (laughs)
1: I'm still, I'm embarrassed by that talk, actually. I won't even let my boyfriend watch it because it's just like, it was very amateur, but uh, something clicks with people. And since then, you know, every day I'm getting tons of emails, Facebook messages, Instagram messages from people who've seen the talk and say they want to make big talk in some way. And since then, I've actually had people all over the world send me photos, videos, information about big talk events they held at their schools, like in their communities, um, meetups uh, at their business, networking, like parties. And that's just been the most rewarding part is just seeing how people have adopted this concept, like into their own lives um, in so many different ways. Like just a week ago, a guy sent me that he started a big talk podcast for horse breeders um how how cool yeah and a little bit before that there is a a man who's a basketball coach and he said he made big talk with his basketball team on the bus ride they they played the this big talk question card game that i made of questions that skip small talk and the, the basketball team got to know each other on a deeper level so i love stories like that
0: yeah that's beautiful so do you provide resources for people to be able to do like meetups and other type of things yeah, actually right now um I've been working
1: with um my CEO Big Talk Lee mm-hmm. to write up a Big Talk chapter program for college students That's and so um a Big Talk for business program for organizations and businesses to create a more formal structure because at this point there's been so many people who've been asking for help with how to launch Big Talk in their own environments that I want to you know based on my own experiences create some ideas and examples and for now a lot of people just buy the card game um, I think I have it. Oh yeah. They buy the card game and oh, um, cool. <laughs> they'll uh use it like at a like employee icebreaker activity or something yeah. like that. Um, but now I've been more into like providing resources and or or I'll share examples on Facebook and Instagram and there's like a big talk Facebook group so I like post stuff there.
0: Yeah, nice. I love the idea of the card game. I'm always telling people that I'd love to get into like deep feelings which Surprisingly, not that many people like to talk about, but <laughs> I like to do it anyways. I feel like I would be the person that would show up at a party and bring that, like, bring a card game. Yeah, <laughs> people love it. I mean, I think the the great thing about the card
1: game is that um it's not intimidating because it's just this little deck of tiny questions. Yeah. They're big questions, but it just looks very friendly and cute and right I, I have friends who say he, like he told me he um keeps it on his coffee table and whenever friends come over they're like let's play big talk or it's like before dinner let's just turn over a big talk question like it could be like when you're pre-gaming for a party or just like at the end of the night like picking up a question that's um, so
0: amazing yeah yeah <laughs> I love that How has doing this kind of work impacted your own connections with people in your life
1: oh yeah I mean ever since starting big talk I've always prioritized family and friends over everything. Um, I, I took some time off from school when I was working on Big Talk and I was taking care of my grandmother. And since then, even when I was living in Singapore, like everyone in my family came to visit me and my friends came to visit me. And I was always I was living two lives. I was always like keeping close contact with my friends from home. Um, it's just it's really helped to reframe the way I prioritize time and um, also it's harder for me to separate work and life, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, so I keep everyone in the loop and want to hear what other people are up to. And sometimes it's hard for me um, when friends, you know, like, are just disappear for weeks because they are like working in the office all the time. Like, but that's right. not what's most important because that's kind of what I learned through Big Talk. So, but that's how I, how my own life has changed because of it.
0: Yeah, that's awesome. And what about when you just meet new people? Mm -hmm. Do you try to bring that, like, deeper kind of conversation into your everyday conversations?
1: Yeah, I do. But I I think some people think that, like, everyone I walk up to, it's, like, big question. Like, first question, what
0: are you going to do before you die? Yeah,
1: that's not, like, the way I just approach life and people. (laughs) Um, But I do try to make sure, you know, my relationships are genuine, that, like, I'm actually talking to the, like, the guy who... um, like works at the parking, uh, facility. Like when I go swimming, I always have a conversation with him or, um, actually looking people in the eye and like, not just like going through the robotic motions of talking to them. So, and just, I mean, to me, it's more important that relationships are sincere and genuine. Um, so I think Big Talk has taught me that just like kind of understanding people for who they are rather than their surface level, uh, preoccupations.
0: Do you have any good tips for people to do that with new people that they meet in their lives?
1: Yeah. I mean, I think when you're first meeting someone, like, you can just go a tiny level deeper from asking them, like, oh, what do you do? Where are you from? Like, totally ask that. But, like, you know, just find out, like, oh, why do you do what you do? Or, like, was that your childhood dream? Like, um how did you end up that way? Like you can just dig one layer deeper and people will be so appreciative to know you're genuinely interested in them um, beyond an answer. They've probably given a thousand times. Yeah. Um, so I think just like getting past that one, like just going one layer deeper can make a huge difference and obviously smiling. <laughs> like it sounds so simple, but like just smiling at people makes a huge, huge difference. It's much yeah. more
0: inviting. Yeah, exactly. So how did I saw online that you've had like Keith Urban and Lord. Participate in Big Talk. How did it go from being your first video that you posted up to like something like that?
1: I guess I mean one cool thing about Big Talk is that it it's really just grown organically. It's not mm-hmm. been something that I really like pushed out or like tried to find like marketing people or anything like yeah. that. It was just like made a video went viral, I like, gave a TED Talk it went viral, and then like people started sharing their stories about making Big Talk or telling like how you found out from a mutual friend about it. Um, I have no idea how someone from Universal Music Australia like got a hold of the question card game, but somehow they had like Keith Urban and Billy Eilish and Lord like playing it. But like that wasn't my doing. Um, I think someone must have just like seen the TED Talk or heard about it or played with a friend and then like been like, oh, this would be cool to like give them. So That's,
0: so literally just one day you. Did they contact you first and were like, hey, like, I wish so <laughs> Actually, they just they just did it.
1: That's they crazy. Just did it. Yeah. I mean, I don't know how I feel about that. Exactly. I wish they at least gave credit, but oh. it was still it was cool to find. But I was I was at my friend's house and he and I were just like going through YouTube and i every now and then i like youtube search big talk to see if anyone's like made something cuz people often make big talk videos oh right now and i saw like lord with the card game and we're just like what and then billy eilish and he's a, a producer dj and he's like obsessed with her and this was like a year or two ago before she even like blew up this much yeah. and he was just like oh my goodness you have billy eilish playing the game and i i had no idea how it, it was in australia so
0: yeah <laughs> wow that's crazy oh a little bit of a bummer yeah that you didn't get like a heads up or a little bit of credit but still at least at least there's I don't know hopefully people will figure out that they can get the game and then they'll figure out that it's a company and there's a yeah whole <laughs> yeah hopefully. that's very cool so what did it feel like to really start a passion project to really like put effort into this and I don't know if you have any other job that you do but like to really put put a lot of effort into something that you're really passionate about.
1: Yeah. I guess when it's your passion and then turns into a job, it's like it's like something that's really hard to let go of and mm-hmm. also really demanding on your time and mental effort because like I don't just like clock out. Like I'm I sometimes like dream about Big Talk or just like wake up and suddenly my mind is like worrying with thoughts about Big Talk. So it's like yeah. it's really cool and special that like kind of everything relates to it because it's something you're so passionate about, um, but it can be also mentally exhausting. Um, mm-hmm. So I love like just going on hikes or going swimming at the beach and like just totally letting go because I feel like I like have to operate on opposite extremes, to, right? Like, fully give my work to my passion and not get burned out. Um, but it's it's been amazing and yeah, it's just been something I, I I can't let go of and I don't know when I will be able to because when I first started, I like wrote in my diary. I remember I was like I. Because originally it was just a YouTube video, but then right. when I saw like the ha- that other people were passionate about it, I said, okay, I promise that I will give two years of my life to this, like to at least like kind of fulfill what other people are asking about it. And now it's been like four years, five years, I don't even know. Yeah. So who knows? I think That'll- it'll go as long as I keep my energy up for it too.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's so true. So you feel like you've kind of managed to be able to balance keeping sane with work and everything by going swimming and hiking and all of that definitely
1: but it's taken time to figure it all out like really when I first came home um to work on big talk and like leave school it was so ironic because I immediately was really lonely again (laughs) because I'd like left school to like work on this project about making connecting people but then I was alone um but like since then I've just built up like a really strong network of friends and support and family and figured out what's important to me and how to balance it all and now yeah. I can actually treat big talk more like a nine-to-five sort of oh,
0: cool. yeah so, like, <laughs> very cool did you ever come across any obstacles or fears that you really had to work on overcoming with this mm-hmm.
1: um I think with big talk there's been a lot of like lulls and it's like fine when I have another job or something um but, like, that sometimes, like, it seems like everything's happening for at once. And other times, nothing will happen for a few months. Right. Um, or, like, a, or like someone will, like, offer something really big and exciting for Big Talk. And then, like, a few months later, it just doesn't happen. Like, that's happened many yeah. times now. And I've just learned that's life. Um, right. But at first, I was really discouraged. Because I'm like, oh, people, like, say they love it or, like, they want this. And then, like, suddenly it just, like, ghost radio silence. Um, right. Right but like, I realized that just like a lot of stuff is institutional and like, um, it doesn't mean like it didn't work or like that these people weren't passionate about it. It's like a lot of times it's just like institutional bureaucracies, like where like, they don't have funding or this or that. Um, but like the passion is still there. And like really what helps keep me going is like every day, um, like getting a message from someone who's like, hi, like I'm a student in Mexico City and I really want to start Big Talk in my school or something like that. And like, okay, like there is a space for big talk in people's lives. I never really know like who it's impacting, but I just keep going.
0: Right, yeah. Kind of sounds like the, you have to really appreciate the small wins and like someone mm-hmm. just messaging you and stuff. Because you're yeah. starting something you're, yourself. It's like a roller coaster, or not roller coaster, ebb and flow. Like stuff won't happen for like a week or two, and then all of a sudden you'll get a bunch of things. And it's like if you're expecting to, for it to be like that high all the time, you're gonna be sorely disappointed. Yeah, totally. Yeah, so it's, like, also really appreciating just, like, the little things, too. And it sounds Yeah. Like that's what keeps you going.
1: Oh, yeah. I almost feel like I've been working backwards since starting Big Talk in terms of, like, the wins. Like, I feel like I started off with the wind, and now I'm doing the work. Yeah. Like, the win was, like, oh, like, the, like, instant virality. But now it's just, like, doing all the, like, almost, like, administrative work to, like, turn that, like, idea into something that people can use and, like, kind of going oh, through all these little logistics. So it's, yeah, it's like almost like I'm going backwards. So I have to like maintain that, um, I guess, humility. I don't know.
0: Yeah. Um, I recently or I saw that you recently posted a video uh, where you asked questions for the homeless population in L.A. Was it in L.A.? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Do you want to talk a little bit about that and how that felt?
1: Sure. Yeah. So I actually like filmed the video maybe a year or two ago, but I never published it because I didn't oh. know if it was um, I don't know, appropriate or like if you're allowed to I don't know. I just wasn't sure.
0: You mean um, like in terms of uh filming people on the streets and stuff yeah, like that? Yeah, yeah, like homeless I people,
1: I don't know, because you never really know what they're going through. But um I just talked to them and made a video and uh they were really nice, the ones I talked to. Yeah. Um, had pretty sad stories and were just people, like a lot of them are veterans. We're um, just like come yeah. here with a dream and it gets uh, deterred and like, like many people, <laughs> but they were just less fortunate. Um, right. But yeah, I, I called that video part one. Cause I feel like there's something missing or like some extra level layer that I'm trying to unlock, but I don't know what it is. Cause I almost feel like I treat each video like a sort of investigative project into a question and yeah. like it comes to a conclusion Whereas mm-hmm. like the before I die video, like the conclusion was, you know, like, be with your family and friends. Like there was like kind of like an answer to that, but with okay. homeless people, I, d- I don't know if there's an answer. Yeah.
0: Um, what you said about like being waiting to post it and stuff. So I volunteer with this um, organization and we hand out sandwiches to people on Skid Row. And so one person was filming for a different project, but like of course was like hesitant and stuff. But a lot of the people just kept saying like they ha- they t- are like t- like I mean some of them weren't okay with being filmed, but some of them mm-hmm. just wanted a chance to have their voice heard because yeah. being out there they just don't have that platform and then a lot of them had to say had really interesting things to say about the whole system and how it works especially in Los Angeles seeing we have seeing as we have the largest homeless population mm-hmm. in the United States about the system and how messed up it is and everything and a lot of them just really wanted to get on camera and talk about that and yeah. so I think you're totally, totally fine. If someone talked to you, they're they're probably more than happy to get their voice out there because people don't give their voice a chance, and it's really sad. Mm-hmm. It's really unfortunate. The whole circumstance in uh in Los Angeles is just the city lets them down. But yeah, yeah, yeah. But I think it was really beautiful, and I'm excited to see what you do with Part Two. I'm sure you'll come mm-hmm. up with Thank something. Thank you. Great. I actually am curious. What's one of the most inspiring stories that has happened to you or that you've heard someone talk about since this project since you started Mm -hmm.
1: um well one of my favorite favorite big talk stories um I was sitting on a train last year in Singapore and I got this email from a man who was in the army uh Uh he was deployed in the Middle East and he said that um he had met this woman and um They were now together, but she was still in America. Uh, And in order to stay in touch while he was in the Middle East, they would write each other big talk letters um, to stay connected and close and get and keep getting to know each other. So they would like send the card with the question and um, respond to the question, write letters. And then he said, when I come back from my deployment in the Middle East, like I want to propose to her, would you mind making a custom? Will you marry me? Big talk card up,
0: Really? <laughs> yeah. And
1: I was just like, I cried. And then, um, so I wrote to my manufacturer in China and I asked them to like ship <laughs> like just two little big talk cards to his home in I think it was the south somewhere. And oh, wow. totally forgot about it. And then a few months later, um, I received an email from her with engagement photos where they're holding the will you marry me card and like she has her engagement ring on and I was just like bawling I was it was so beautiful and such a wonderful surprise um that's
0: so cool yeah
1: like that's the ultimate big talk question will you marry me (laughs) right yeah so that's my favorite story so far yeah
0: that's like my favorite story (laughs) That's so cool. That's so cool. You can have such a big impact on someone, you know? And it's so cool that you can have such a big impact on someone and have such a big voice when you're not even in person with these people, right? I mean, I feel like that's the power of social media nowadays. It doesn't have to be, like, fitness models and Instagram influencers (laughs) and all that all the time. Like, there's such huge room to make such a big impact.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I'm really hoping Big Talk and... Yeah, help out in that space, especially where people just like see a lot of surface level or materialistic things on Instagram. Like oh, every day, I'm like when I'm scrolling, just like ads for like shoes yeah. or like influencers, and just like I want people to know that there's substance and people behind all that too.
0: Yeah, exactly. You're doing a great job, a very great job. Thank you, I appreciate. Yeah. It. Of course. So I have two questions that I ask everyone that comes onto my podcast. Sure. Uh, actually, well, I started I started a new one, and I'm not sure if I'm going to replace one of them with this because I'm going to throw this one out there. And if you have okay. an answer, you have an answer. But I, I've just realized that, like, with everything that I talk about and stuff, I would, I would be nowhere and have nothing to say if I didn't consume content and read mm-hmm. books all the time and I'm constantly impacted by books and whatnot. Is yeah. there any book that has impacted your life recently or that comes to mind?
1: Oh, I read so much. But, like, I'm often reading so much at a time that I'm not finishing books. But, I like, I'm always
0: gathering snippets. I'm doing the same books. thing. <laughs> I tell people, I'm like, I'm on a constant rotation between, like, five books. <laughs> oh,
1: literally next to my bedside, there's, let's see, Gone with the Wind, Catch-22, A Brief History of Love, Hundred Simple Secrets of Happy People, Bird by Bird, Songwriters on Songwriting, and War. Oh, and the Greek I love that. There's, like, ten books right next to my bed.
0: (laughs) Like, I I recommend all those.
1: Um, But one thing I I think is kind of funny is that when I was, like, eight years old, my dad would read me How to Win Friends and Influence People as bedtime reading. So, like, every night he would read, like, a page or, like, a little section of it. Um, I think that probably had a big impact on my life and, like, the way I – you know do big talk and everything without even realizing it so
0: yeah yeah it's like my
1: childhood bedtime reading was how to win friends and influence people as well as like the little prince and harry potter and all that
0: (laughs) yeah oh my gosh your dad sounds like a smart dude he's 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 starting me young. (laughs) (laughs) yeah very cool and then what advice would you give your younger self Mm. how young (laughs) as young as you want as young as you needed some really big advice
1: yeah. um Always ask for help when you need it. Like it's so easy to think like, oh, this like people around me like wouldn't know the answer. They aren't experts. But like people are so wise if you just ask them. Yeah. You're so um, right. Yeah. Whenever I feel stuck, go for a walk or run or swim. Just get outside. Mm-hmm. I think that, oh, and like uh, avoid like the the shoulds. Like thinking you should be doing something. Ooh. Like. yeah yeah. and now I'm pretty much past that but I think it's really hard in like a college environment or when you're surrounded by lots of people Mm -hmm. um who all have like certain ideas of what should be happening and you're trying to figure out it for yourself so that's a big one um
0: yeah those are all really good thank you good and then the last question is the wellness hustle podcast is all about getting people to realize that the hustle doesn't need to look like Chasing like success, fame, money, all Mm -hmm. this, the external I call it, and instead turning inward and focusing on what truly makes you happy and realizing your authentic self and pursuing things that make you feel inspired. Mm -hmm. So what is it that you hustle for?
1: What do I hustle for? Well, there's some things I do like with the same type of vigor as if it were my job, or like like all personal sense of obligation, like like practicing piano like I don't even know what I'm practicing it for but I just uh-huh. feel like oh I need to play like piano for 30 minutes right now I just need to um or like okay. or drawing and watercoloring like things like that too but like neither of those are like jobs or like external things at least at this point in my life um and then but I they hustle make your,
0: they make you you like soul happy and yeah it, it puts you in a flow state I assume too yeah Gosh. and I just
1: wouldn't be me without them yeah uh, that's beautiful and And then for Big Talk, it's, like, what I'm really hustling for. Like, I would never have continued of it it, if it weren't for all the people who, like, reached out to me and said, like, oh, can you help me, like, figure out how to make Big Talk in my school or my um, organization, this or that. Like, that's why I just keep going um, and keep hustling in that sense.
0: Very cool. For the impact that you have and for help. Yeah, I get that. Very cool. I appreciate you coming on here and talking about Big Talk and everything. Can you give people some information on how they can find you online and find yeah, Big Talk
1: online? Definitely. Um, so Big Talk's website is makebigtalk.com. Mm-hmm. And then the Instagram is also at makebigtalk. And there's um, a Facebook group, which is also makebigtalk. Everything's makebigtalk. Um, cool. And that's like a lot of it's, like sharing resources and ideas. And I have a newsletter that I send out about once a month um, with also, like, videos, ideas, like, ways to get involved, events. Um, and that's com slash Kalina, my name, K-A-L-I-N-A.
0: So, Very cool. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, awesome. Thank you. I really appreciate you coming on here, and I'm excited for everyone to hear about it. People can find the card game you were talking about on your website, right?
1: Yeah, um, and it's also on Amazon. You type in Big Talk question card game. But if you just go to my website, makebigtalk.com, then there's a link to the card game too.
0: Okay, very cool. All right, awesome. Thank you so much for coming on. I really appreciate it. Thank you. I love talking with you. Yeah, this was fun. Thanks so much for listening to the Wellness Hustle Podcast. If you want to, you can follow along with me on Instagram. My handle is at wanderwithkirstie, W-A-N-D-E-R with K-I-R-S-T-I-E. Shoot me a DM. Let me know what you like. Let me know what you didn't like. Let me know what you want to hear. It's better than just you listening to my voice all the time. I do want to actually get to know and talk with you guys. Also, if you're listening to this on iTunes, please, please leave me a review. I want to hear what you think, and it really helps other people that want to find my podcast be able to search for it. So until next week, guys, remember, keep choosing yourself. Keep hustling for yourself, because in the end, you really do deserve it.